Oh my God, hi, it's me, Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because it's the kind of culture that gave us Celine Dion walking out on stage at the Grammys and Taylor Swift a little bit ignoring her, which was kind of weird. Uh, to this end, Troubled Waters pits a pair of entertainers against one another in a pop culture battle to the ego death. To win this battle, each guest will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the great comebacks they've been saving in a, uh, a fabulous e-ink uh, notebook like I have right here, to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus, which will automatically give their opinion on how Tracy Chapman's fast car has the ability and really the responsibility to heal our, our broken world, more weight than a civilian's. I couldn't even get that line out. I was so passionate about it. You're listening to Troubled Waters. Now let's meet our guests. Our first contestant is a comedian. His podcast, Sound Heap, is joining the Max Fun Fam. Troubled Waters writer and favorite, John Luke Roberts. John Luke Roberts, how are you? I'm good, thank you for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, it is a delight to have you over on this side of the uh, the microphone and camera. Uh, it's certainly a different feeling. I feel more exposed. I no longer have my pen to fight mm -hmm. my corner. I have to do it with my mm -hmm. mouth, which is obviously your wits. more difficult. My wits, yeah, my wits. Mm -hmm. yeah. Your wits and your Winona Ryder shirt. Yes. Uh, you are wearing a shirt depicting Nona, Winona Ryder uh, in various uh, stages of the facial journey that she went on at the Emmys or People's Choice or whatever it whatever was. Whatever it was, yeah, whenever she won an award for, or they won an award for Stranger Things, she was pulling lots of faces and they're all yeah. sort of discreetly repeated over my over my shirt. I did like oh, you I calling her Nona Ryder. I sort of feel like- I did too. I did too. That felt that, nice to me. That felt yeah, right to me. It makes sense. Yeah, it should Nona. have happened. Yeah. I call her Nona. Nona. We're Nona. tight. We yeah. go shopping together. It's very close to the Italian for grandmother, of course. It is, of course. Yeah. Well, you know, perhaps someday for Nona. Uh, welcome, John Luke Roberts. Our second contestant is a comic and a writer and a person who is in the exact same apartment as John Luke Roberts. You can catch her show Haunted House. Is this place haunted? Maybe. At the Glasgow International Comedy Fest, it's Eleanor Morton. Hello, Eleanor. Hello. How are you? How are you? So good. How are you? I'm okay, yeah. Have you ever seen okay. a ghost? Uh, yes. Ah. <gasps> Yes, I have. Have you? Oh, my God. No, that's what the show's about. I want to see one, so. Okay. Do you I'm believe in them? Um, no, I don't know. I'm in the middle. Mm, but okay. I believe I believe that people who think they've seen them think they've seen them, if that makes sense. So. Yeah. I don't yeah. believe people are lying. I think they believe what they saw, whatever it was. Yeah. My uh, my story is uh, a strange one, and I was not a believer before, and I'm still a little skeptical, but I'm fairly certain that I did see a ghost. We'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. Excellent. It's important. That's, that's exciting um, tease. That is. That's what we call a tease in the business. That's a uh, a cliffhanger. Yeah. Did you ever see the um, – the uh, okay, I mean, you saw R. Kelly trapped in the closet, right? Mm -hmm. um, Seminal. Seminal, a seminal work. Uh, he released it on DVD and the bone, you know how like DVDs used to have like, like bonus tracks, additional tracks with like a director commentary. So he did that, but it wasn't an audio track. It was a whole separate video that was just a shot of him in a chair watching it and commenting on it. <laughs> and his comment on his own uh, writing and direction of Trapped in the Closet, it was basically 90% like, that was incredible. I don't know how I did that. Like he, he just, he's so into it. But anytime uh, a character is mentioned who we'll meet later, R. Kelly uh, looks at the camera and goes, that's a cliffhanger. <laughs> and it's, like, it's, it's not a, it's not a cliffhanger. It's just like, somebody will say like, oh, that's what Eleanor said. And he goes, that's a cliffhanger. It isn't. Um, it's not cool probably to watch any R. Well, Kelly Well, this is the problem. Anymore, like but. it sounds really exciting. And I wish I'd watched it before. I never, ever wanted to watch him again. Yeah. Yeah. If there is a way that you can watch it that doesn't put uh, a, a scent in his pocket, I recommend it. I recommend he, it. He uh, he did the Werner Herzog 
in the in the he bear did. documentary where he just films himself watching yes. the thing and then you see yeah. his reactions. Yeah. People have often called him the Werner Herzog of uh, of R and B. You know, I was uh, I was back in St. Louis uh, visiting my mom, who lives in an independent senior living facility, and they were having like a little like autumn picnic day, whatever autumn harvest festival or something. And there was a DJ, and the DJ played uh, the remix to Ignition, um, which first of all was shocking for like me to hear that played for people seventy and up. But also I was like, I kind of gave the DJ a look like that's probably not cool. And the DJ who was probably 60 had no idea what I was giving him a look about. Uh, Okay, so we have now met our players. We have teased a ghost story. It is now time to see who has the better grasp of what matters this week, pop culturally speaking. So if you are ready, Eleanor and John Luke Roberts, you will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or tragically overlooked story or person of event of the past week or two. John, Luke. I'm going to go with um, Taylor Swift threatening to sue somebody for um, tracking her private plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I it's think. important. Well, I, I'm just sort of fascinated by, not by Taylor Swift. It's strange. I love her music. Mm-hmm. And I have no opinions on the person. I just have this sort of void of interest or anything there mm-hmm. but i am fascinated by the way that of not being willing to give up a private jet knowing the sort of harm proportionally you're doing yeah. it must how can it be that good i mean even it's sort uh, of just it's better than a commercial plane right it's better than that experience sure. but if you take yeah. planes out of it you, it's just sort of quite a small you're in a corridor right you get a cor- you're in a corridor for a while you know if you're not yeah. if, but it's your corridor. It is your corridor. Right? There's yeah. nobody else there. There are no screaming babies unless they're your screaming babies. Absolutely. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's, you know, you can bring your own pillow and it's not weird yeah. and it's less weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is strange. So is the story that she has a private plane or that she. No, we know she has a private this. jet, but she uses it an awful lot. And yeah. then she says, actually, it's because we lend it to other people, but then they don't say who. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. there's a. The guy who Elon Musk sued or threatened to sue for mm-hmm. um, for for following, and this is all publicly available information. And I do understand the sort of sure. weirdness of having your details uh, shared online, but at the same time, it just it's 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 odd to me. It's out there. Just if you don't make a big thing out of it, I guess it's the Streisand effect. Mm-hmm. People probably won't True. spend their time looking for where your plane is. And anyway, well, your concerts are here, here, and will. here, and they probably know more or less where you are. They know. They know. I do think it's kind of funny how different the reaction has been. Like when Elon Musk was like trying to shut down that private account that tracked his uh, his jet, uh, it was like, oh, fuck you. Come on. But now it's like Taylor Swift. And it's like, you know, honestly, you have to think about her safety <laughs> and all that. Like it's, I, you know, anyway. Uh, okay. That's a very important story. Perhaps the most important story of the next couple of weeks. We'll soon find out. Eleanor, what's yours? Um, I don't know if, I would say this is more an announcement, but I feel like it's gone under the radar considering how important it is. There is, um, you will all remember the famous Prince Andrew interview with uh, Emily Maitlis, uh, BBC journalist, which um, I don't know, like I'm sure in America, I know it was huge because this was the interview where he said he couldn't sweat and he was in a Pizza Express, which is a very popular restaurant over here, Um, so he couldn't have done those things. Anyway, the the, the story is that they have just uh, first, they've released the first pictures of the dramatisation of the interview, which is to become a film. Um, And I just think we need to know more about the fact that we are making a film of an interview, Um, and it stars Gillian Anderson, of course, as Emily Maitlis. Um, Wow. And Rufus Sewell, who um, I'm trying to think what the thing that international audiences will have seen him in the most. But anyway, a very handsome man who has been made up to look exactly like Prince Andrew, uh, which has very much ruined him for me. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, who? Rufus or Prince Andrew? <laughs> both, both. <laughs> Before now, big, big Andrew fan. Um, but it's very surreal to see this kind of meta thing we're doing now instead of dealing with stuff we're just making dramas about it so wow so it's like frost nixon but yeah but no no in in no way and 
it's um, we we also did a drama recently about the COVID scandal that we had over here about the Prime Minister partying during the during lockdown, and there mm-hmm. was a Channel Four document a drama about that where um, you know someone wrote a whole script, and I just I don't know what we're going to dramatize next. Uh, it could be this podcast, who knows? It could be this very yeah, it probably will be podcast, yeah. It will um, be. But it's like, well, uh, who's going to play you? Well, you know, Jessica Chastain, obviously, like. Um, because yeah. I have to, you know, it's, it, it's, we, we all get someone much better looking than ourselves, which is great. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd it's go. important. Mm-hmm. Who would play you? It's important. Okay. Who would play yeah. me? Um, uh, you know, I, I probably Tom Arnold. Sure. Uh, John Luke. Uh, um, I'm going to go I'm with Stash on a stick. Oh yeah, fine. I was going to say Tom Selleck, <laughs> but what's the difference? Oh, Tom Selleck. I can see this as a career-making performance <laughs> for Tom Selleck. Oh, I'll take it. Is I'll it? take it. Okay. Um, I Here's here's what we're going to do. Your story, John Luke, I feel can be most succinctly uh, buzz-in wordified as T-plane. T-plane. Okay. T-plane. T-plane. Uh, and uh, I feel like Eleanor Prince Sweat. Perhaps a, a relative of Keith Sweat. Nice. Which, by the way, you know Keith Sweat, R&B singer Keith Sweat? I, I actually don't. He maybe didn't make it in the UK, but there was a popular in the 80s and 90s uh, R&B singer in the States named Keith Sweat. And I I'll recently found out that his real name is Keith Sweat. <laughs> he, like um... Tim and Nancy Sweat had a child oh. and named him Keith. Oh, no. Keith wow. Sweat. Is his real name? And he That's went to showbiz. He thought this, this, this will do. I don't need to change anything. I would. Say, I think he did actually. He did. He did make a dent over here in the charts, but under the name Keith Perspiration. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You gotta. You gotta fancy it up. Okay. T Plane versus Prince Sweat. Keith. Keith. Keep those team names at the ready because they will be your buzzing words as we move forward. All right. Let us start the show with a game that we are bewilderingly called calling real fake or fake real. It'll make sense in a minute. Now, as we said at the top of the show, Soundheap has recently joined the Matt's Fun family. We are so happy to have you. And we are kicking this relationship off with a game celebrating another master in the realm of creating fake TV shows, 30 Rock, as well as reality TV, which is a whole genre of real shows that sound incredibly fake. Usually, Uh, as scripted as the stuff David Zaslav tries to trade for tax credits. So this game is quite simple. We have a list of shows that we have compiled that are either a fake TV show title from 30 Rock or a reality show that actually exists under David Zaslav's precious little discovery umbrella. If it is one of the fake shows from 30 Rock, you buzz in, you say real fake. If it's one of Discovery's reality shows, you buzz in and say fake real. It'll make sense. I, I hope. And I, I'm, I'm saying that and hoping to manifest it. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Uh, okay. Can I just clarify? It's yes. real fake <laughs> yes. if it's a 30 mm-hmm. Rock made-up show. Yes. And it's fake real. That's a real fake. If it's a reality uh-huh. show. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a reality show, mm-hmm. but that's probably kind so of So we're sort of because, aiming you know, for the second word. That's where we're shooting here. Is that's the one that gives us the nub yes. of truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's okay. exactly right. Okay. That's exactly right. Go for the nub. Uh, number one. Death Bank. Uh, T T plane. Mm-hmm. Real fake. Real fake is correct. That is from Thirty Rock. It was a Tracy Jordan film that had the tagline "Money is the root of all evil." Uh, number two, mystery at Blind Frog Ranch. Uh, Prince Sweat. Yes. Fake real. Correct. There are three seasons of this show. It's about <laughs> rancher Dwayne Ollinger digging for alleged lost gold on his own property. Well done. We've got a tie. Number three, let's stay together. Prince Sweat. Yes. Fake real again? No, that is real fake. It's from 30 Rock. It was the uh, it was an idea that .com uh, had. It would have been a period piece about a black family in Chicago in the 1970s with potentially a talking dog to lighten things up. <laughs> uh, next, homonym. Homonym. Oh, um, uh, the T-plane um, yes. and uh, f- real fake. Real fake 
is correct. And I saw your brain working. To, <laughs> I, I know was just thinking, you knew the answer, but I, how to express it was very difficult. I just thought you, you're never going to sell a, a reality TV show with the name homonym, right? I think you're so right. God, you're so right. It was a game show within the world of 30 Rock where contestants, I would, I, you know what, honestly, I would try to explain it, but let's just play a clip. Your next word is meat. Oh boy. Um, like when two people run into each other. Oop, sorry, it's the other one. Your next word is stare. Okay, um, the things you climb no, to get... It's the other one. <laughs> it's always the other one. Let me see the card. No! I Never! It. I love it! I love it. Number five. Deal breakers. Uh, Prince Sweat. Yes. Real fake. Real fake is yes. correct. It was Liz Lemon's talk show. All about the reasons you should break up with your boyfriend. Number six. Amish Mafia. Oh! Uh, oh! Uh, T-Plane. Um... Fake Real? Fake Real is correct. There are four seasons of this documentary <laughs> series about a mafia sort of secret organization within the Amish community, which is also sort of a secret organization. According to Wikipedia, the series has been refuted by scholars, local newspapers, and law enforcement. Wait, can I, uh, that sounds like the kind of thing the Amish want you to say. <laughs> is this yeah. an investigative show or a reality? Like, are, are it's they an like fine with it? I was going to say like, if they're just happy to be filmed doing their crime, that seems strange. <laughs> that does seem strange, they're doesn't it? They're very open yeah. people. I guess. I mean, there are four seasons, so who knows how, how deep they've gone. Okay, number seven, Revengineers. Um, uh, Prince Sweat. Yes. Real fake. Fake real. Ah. Fake real. What? Former NASA engineer Mark Rober hosts this hidden camera show all about getting revenge. 100% started with the title and worked backwards. Can we agree? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they reverse engineered Revengineers. Oh. Uh, number eight. RV there yet? T oh, um, T-Plane. Eleanor really wanted to buzz in first. I, I keep know. wanting to say T-Plane. Pre- well, it's no. fun to say. We, could, do, we can swap. I'm happy if you, if you feel no, more comfortable. No, it's fine. No. Luke, no, you go. No. You go. This, is already too, this is already too confusing. Uh, real, <laughs> Luke, re, uh, uh, real fake. Fake real. Oh. There are two seasons of this show about a real couple, Kevin and Patrice McCabe, who travel the United States in an RV. Isn't that the most fascinating thing you ever heard? Two people in a in a vehicle <laughs> that's literally made for this very purpose. Uh, number nine, God Cop. Um, f- uh, t- t- the, the Prince Sweat, real fake. Real fake is correct. 30 Rocks, Jack Donaghy created this show for himself to star in about a cop who is also God, which <laughs> is often what American police officers uh, think about themselves. Number 10, Air Jaws, Final Frontier. T-Plane. Prince. Ooh, John no, you got Luke it. Roberts. Real fake. Oh, I'm afraid it's fake real. Ah. Tina Fey cannot keep up with real life. Okay, here's the deal. According to the description of this 2023 shark special, shark filmmakers hunt for air jaws in New Zealand's hidden launch pad. But here's the deal. For a bonus point, and we are tied up, by the way, so this will be decisive. For a bonus point, I'm going to read another line from the actual description of this documentary on Discovery's website. Buzz in and see if you can make any sense of it. Andy Casagrande and Jeff Kerr seek the second breaching Great White to uncover secrets that make history in these waters. Someone if you can translate that into our shared language. The second um, breaching Great White. Yeah. Um, um, Prince Sweat. Yes. They're following a, a Great White shark that swims upstream to the place of its birth, and it, it gives birth to lots of Great White sharks. Okay. And maybe... Answers. Mm. Gives birth to... Yeah, 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 yeah. And answers. Clues about, and answers. About stuff, yeah. yeah. Point to you. Yeah, I think I think that's what they mean. I don't know. That is like, you know, a team of fucking PR people worked on that for weeks. And that's the best they could come up with. Boy, that's a bummer. At the end of that round, the scores are as follows. Eleanor is ahead by one with four. John Luke Roberts just behind with three. The next round is called Sounds Tasty. The Sound Heap Network has many slogans like the podcast of too many podcasts and the heapiest sounds around. Well, this round takes inspiration from one of them. If sound were sandwiches, your ears would be full. So here's a round about food and podcasts. 
I'm going to give you a name of a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network, and I want you to buzz in and give me a food version of that podcast. So if I said, for example, Troubled Waters, you might buzz in with Troubled Wafers, which sound delicious. If I gave you Bullseye, you might uh, buzz in with Bull's Pie or uh, uh, Bird's Eye Frozen Peas. That's a brand here. Uh, I, okay, too, here we go. Too, too. Give me a... Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey. You know, we're not so That's different. That unites we're not us. so different. Yeah. <laughs> we're really not so different at all. We're uh, separated by a common language, but brought back together by frozen peas. Uh, okay. So give me a load of podcasts. Good enough to eat. Let's go. Uh, depression mode. Um, Sprint sweat dessert mm-hmm. mode. Ooh, um, t- Ooh, uh, d- tea plane. Like tea plane. Tea plane. Delish yeah. mode. Fuck. Okay. You know what? I'm giving you, Eleanor, you get one point. John Luke, you get two points. Uh, I would have gone sort of a la mode. Oh, a la mode is nice. A la mode is nice. A la mode would be nice. Okay. Um, Ooh, there's a brand new one. Valley Heat. Um, Prince Sweat. Mm -hmm. Celery Heat. (laughs) Talk me through that. Talk me through that recipe. Talk me through Um, that. It's. Sell that hot, to me as though you're hot, a server. Hot celery. It's it's a new wellness food. Um, oh. The hotter the celery, the more um, a, a detox, detoxins are in mm-hmm. it. Okay. Um, yeah. Heat up that yeah. celery. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't love hot celery? Mom, more hot <laughs> celery, please. Love it. Point to you. Uh, tights and fights. Tea plane. Mm-hmm. Tight sandwich. I I buzzed in without knowing where I was going to go. <laughs> so like just a nice tight little sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a wrap. But, yeah, yeah. But really nice like, tight, yeah, uh, but there's no, yeah. I don't care about no the filling. I just want my bread tight. Yeah, no air in there at I all. I want it tight. Vacuum packed. Yeah, I yeah. want, yeah, I suffocate that filling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give you a point. No, you but shouldn't. Eleanor, surely you can do better. Uh, tights and bites. Oh, yeah. Tights and bites of... Ice cream. Okay, yes. <laughs> Two points to you. Oh, wow. I saw your mouth almost about to say food, and I would have just <laughs> taken food. Um, okay. Uh, the JV Club. Oh, 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 uh, T Plane. The yes, JV yes, Club yes. sandwich. See? Uh, yeah. Yep. Do you see, sometimes if you sandwich? just say sandwich after everything, eventually <laughs> yeah. it'll pay off. Mm hmm. Yeah, but just real quick, uh, excuse me, uh, sir, what's what's on the JV Club sandwich? The JV, it's audio equipment in, you know, you've got three audio slices equipment. of bread, audio equipment in the middle, right. and olive on the top with a stick uh-huh. through it. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Love it. Yum. Uh, the Adventure Zone. Um, Prince Sweat, the Adventure T-Bone. Mmm, big old hunk of meat. Sure. Yeah. Point to you. Uh, bubble. Oh, a tea plane, um, mm-hmm. bubble and squeak, which is a British uh, <laughs> oh, that breakfast is. made of leftovers, I believe. Yeah. yeah. What is bubble and squeak? I, well, look, it's not explain. it's not commonly eaten. Like this mainly crops up in things like bed knobs and broomsticks, but it is like I think it's mm-hmm. mash and yeah. cabbage like mixed together, isn't it? That's what it's, I think. It's okay. one of those foods you get in ten ten crazy British foods that we don't okay. really actually eat that much, but. I that is, was okay, I right? I was I right? Thing. They probably still eat it, like, somewhere. I think, I mean, it's just like leftovers fried. Whatever you had last yeah. night, you put it in a pan and you mix it together and eat it. Okay. Like, what is squeaking and bubbling? Well, we do have... Pass. We, <laughs> yeah. we, do, have a, we do have a food called, like, toad in the hole, which is sausages. In yeah, a, yeah, sure. Yorkshire That's pudding. much easier to explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. The I toad is I the sausage, why... the hole is the batter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even yeah. though um, toads and sausages are not that similar. I don't know. No, but it's like, yeah, I get it. There's whimsy. Uh, Judge John Hodge. Oh, by the way, for Bubble, I would have just gone Boba. Uh, All right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Judge John Hodgman. Um, it, uh, did Prince Sweat. Yes. Judge uh, Fudge <gasps> Hot. Hot Fudge. What was the last bit? Oh, it was going so Hodgman. well. You were going so well. I thought, like, this is going to be an absolute. Judge knockout. John Hodgman. Fudge. Fudge hot sandwich. Wait. Uh, <laughs> fudge hot sandwich. Can we, can we, can we collaborate? Two points to you. Oh, okay. I was, I thought we yeah, could work on Yeah, you know what, on, on this last one, how about you collaborate okay. so and I then think you I could go, give you points go to the winner of the And then you could go like um, bonbon, like a sweet. Fudge bonbon. Mm. Um, you can use yeah. fudge again for hodge. 
And then Bonbon again. Fudge Bonbon, Fudge, fudge Bonbon. Bon bon. <laughs> fudge Bonbon Bonbon. Yeah. Bonbon Bonbon. I like it. I like yeah. the notes giving in real time. You can collaborate on the food version of okay. Wonderful. Wonder bread, wonder. Oh, wonder bread is a thing. Full of food. Wonder, f- f- uh, yeah. Um, on on the on the on the. Oh, this this collaboration is really fun. It's, I right. think it's worked. Yeah. It's, it's, I think what we've both done this is let the other one do it and sort of make noises to sound course. like we're. Um, um, yeah. I think wonder bread is maybe the. Uh, wonder bread, yeah. yeah. And I thought wonder that, bread. so I don't think he should get any points. You're right. Yeah, we well, a, and but see, and then the whole time I was thinking wonder bread full of. Sandwich meat. Mm. Sandwich. So I'm going to give myself a point for that one. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Um, And finally, international waters. In a seaplane, in your your belly hole waters. In your belly hole waters. So it's just a whole lot of waters for your for your belly hole. Yeah, you're putting them in your belly hole, which is, of course, the mouth. That's what we, in Britain, we call the The mouth mouth. the, the, the belly hole. That's where you put your bubble and squeak every morning. I love it. I love it. Okay, point to you for that one. At the end of that round, Eleanor remains ahead, but just barely, with 11 points. Jean-Luc Roberts just behind with nine. We're going to take a wee break, and we'll be back with more Troubled Waters after this wee break. My name's Doug Duguay, and I'm here to talk about my podcast in the middle of the one you're listening to. It's called Valley Heat, and it's about my neighborhood, the Burbank Rancho Equestrian District, the center of the world when it comes to foosball, frisbee golf, and high-speed freeway roller skating. And there's been a Jaguar parked outside on my curb for 10 months. I have no idea who owns it. I have a feeling it's related to the drug drop that was happening in my garbage can a little over a year ago. And if this has been a boring commercial, imagine 45 minutes of it. Okay, Valley Heat. It's on every month on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Check it out, but honestly, skip it. These are the These chronicles, are the chronicles of the Rancho Equestrian District, 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 Burbank, Burbank California. California. These are the events taking place in my house around my house. Hey, we're back! Oh my gosh, hi. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are John Luke Roberts and Eleanor Morton. Our next round, oh, I'm so delighted about this is called Elton John's Rubbery Sounds. It's a game inspired by a recurring sound heap bit called Elton John's Lubberly Sounds, which I explain, please. Uh, it's Elton. Well, a man who sounds like Elton John talked about all my songs, like Rocket Man, which he made with me friend Barney Tarpin. That's, I mean, I really oh. can't explain it any more than that. Um, he talks about That's his things while he plays the piano. Elty Joms, Lobbly Songs. Yeah. Uh, Oh, God, I love it already. By the way, there was, uh, they recently re released the 1986 Elton John episode of uh, uh, Desert Island Discs. Oh. Oh. Listen to it. His voice is really high like this still. (laughs) It's Elton John. It's like, it's crazy. I mean, obviously, it's been an incredibly long time. It's been nearly 40 years, but it's, he's, Sounds like a completely different person. Um, anywho, okay. So for this game, we have compiled a list of Elton John songs, and then we have given them to our producer Christian for him to do unspeakable things to with audio editing software. We will now play those creations for you. The game's very simple. When you know the song, buzz in, name the song. Uh, you will not get a point for knowing the artist because, I, as I have said, these are all Elton John. So don't tell me it's Elton John, okay? We know that. Going in. Okay, you've got it. Number one. Oh, um, um, Sprint Sweat. Is it, mm-hmm. is it getting to Christmas? It is not. Hmm. I tea plane. Mm-hmm. Saturday night's all right for fighting. No, just hard. It was. It was hard. See, Christian is an absolute maniac when it comes to audio editing software. That was Crocodile Rock. Uh, ah. Right. Yeah. Crocodile Rock. I and now I can hear it. No points now to I can, you. Now I feel yeah, like no. I did just. Of course. To, yeah. Well, 
but I'm afraid it's too late. Uh, number two. Song is, I just don't know what it's called. Oh, yeah, I'm, come I'm, on! Unfortunately, I'm in the same position. Of going you did. Oh, it's that one. It's the one that goes like that. Um, well, sing it, and maybe you'll get there. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, my song. Uh, um, is, uh, is it uh, John Luke? It's actually Chinese called Chancellor. Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Oh, is it? Road. It was Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. <laughs> so you actually got. I got there. it. Uh, oh, amazing. See. You just got to listen to me. You got to listen okay. to me. I believe in you. And I know that if you just oh, sing it fantastic. through, you'll actually get it. And you did point to you. Here comes an ambulance. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, number three. T-Plane. Yes. It's not Elton John. It's the Beatles. It's the one about, can you see the little piggies? It's that one. No. Okay. It's always going to be Elton John. Okay, it's well, never going to not be Elton uh, John. Just checking. We're not going to do that to um, I think it's Elton John. Uh. It is Elton John. But as I have said, you don't get anything for knowing it's Elton John because it's always going to be Elton John. Yeah, but hang on. Do you get something for not knowing it's Elton John? <laughs> you don't okay. because it's always going to be Elton okay. John. What you get for not knowing it's Elton John okay. is to be told that you are wrong. Because it is, and it always will be. I don't know. I'm Until stumped. the end of this round. Wow. Okay. That was Don't Let the Sun Go Down. Oh, on. yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Number four. Don't, 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 T-Plane. My song. It's my song. I wrote this song. My song? That song is your song, not my song, and it's not this song. Oh, no. Eleanor. Ha ha. Is it that? No. No, it wasn't. That's not even the one that we that we heard that one a, a couple of ones ago. I know. I've I've gone mad. Okay. Yeah. No. This game is designed to make you do exactly that. So okay. we have succeeded. Yeah. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. That was someone saved my life tonight. Uh, mm. Yeah. That. Ironic. Uh, number five. <laughs> knows it. Oh, uh, d- um, d- yes. Sweat, jo- sweat, Prince Sweat. Yes. Da, 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 da. Oh, now wait, wait, I need to know the, buzz I, in I, and then not it. know? No, I do know. I just don't know the... I don't know the... Uh, you don't know the thing that I'm asking? No, I do. So I do. You don't, da, 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 don't go breaking my heart. Don't go breaking my heart, yes. Elton John and Kiki D. Ms. Kiki D, oh point to you. This is harder than I thought it was going to be. Number six. Oh, Prince Sweat. Yes. My song. That's my song. No, it's your T plane. T plane. It's your song. <laughs> it's your song. <laughs> that song is your song. I could not have been any clearer. I can't believe I did that. <laughs> your song. But yes, point to you. Oh boy, this is getting tight. Eleanor's got twelve. John Luke Roberts has eleven. Yes, listen to number seven. Oh my God. Uh, Christian, you got to stop it. You got to stop yeah, you, it. You're you going to, yeah. you will drive our listeners mad. Uh, anybody? I have nothing. Want to take a swing? Yeah, no. No, mm. no, I have no clue. It was Tiny Dancer. Oh, uh, uh, right, yeah. Chopped and screwed. Uh, number eight. <laughs> That's not the name of the song, right? Is it? No, no. it's not. Um, uh, Prince Sweat. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is it Candle in the Wind? It's Candle in the Wind. Point to you. Oh wait, sorry. Which the version? Original. The ninety-seven. Okay. No, it was. I believe it was the original, and not the Goodbye England's Rose uh, version. Um, oh boy. Uh, number nine. Oh, 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 o
Okay, finally, my favorite of the bunch. Prince Sweat. Yes. Is this one getting to Christmas? No, it's not. Ah. John Luke Roberts. Uh, I know. I don't. I. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I think you've broken now. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I understand. I understand. I have a you headache will need now. to take a moment. Yes, we all do. Uh, that was his 1986 single "Wrap Her Up" with uh, George Michael. Oh. Are you guys familiar with that song? No, but I, I mean, maybe. Oh my God. I, I have okay. to hear it forward. Well, we're gonna play it forward. I'm gonna play you a specific. Uh, moment, a, a, a breakdown in this song, the first of two such breakdowns in this song. Let me give you a little bit of history on Wrap Her Up with Elton John uh, and George Michael. Uh, it was a song that, like I said, they recorded in well, maybe 1985. It came out in 1986. At the time, these two uh, very gay gentlemen were not yet out of the closet, perhaps even to themselves. So they recorded this song together about like sexy ladies and, and it's, it's all about how like we love ladies and there are, as I've said, two uh, breakdowns where they do a roll call of like of the women that they're into and it is like I don't I don't I don't think they're self-aware about it, but it is such a list of women that gay men find interesting. It's like <laughs> fascinating. So we're going to listen we're going to we're going to listen through and then and then I'll explain what will happen after. He could do sure. Uh, That's incredible. It's so wild. Vivian Lee gets uh, gets a shout out. Nancy Reagan gets I a mean, shout out. I'm not it's kidding. It's not untrue. They they do love those women, just not the way that they're pretending they do. Yes. Yeah. And it's like it's almost like in this room they're beginning to understand that, right? Was Judy Garland um, in that? I. She might be. She might be. Um. So. Uh, if we can, it, can we have that playing like softly in the background just to give us, just to give us like a, a cadence, a beat? Joan Crawford. Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Rita Rodner. Betty Davis. Patricia Routledge. From the sitcom uh, uh, Keeping Up Appearances. The lady from the show where they find out if your house is clean. (laughs) Share. (laughs) Okay, we've we've done it. Oh, my God. What a song. Uh, Thank you you for... You each get a bonus point. Thank you for bringing that into our lives. I'm so happy I've heard it. Oh, my God. Wait until you hear the whole thing. It's, It's also like... 17 minutes long. It's crazy. <laughs> Somebody must have done a like a mashup of a wham wrap them up, right? Like put the two, the wham wrap oh, and wrap boy. them up together. Well, guess what? Guess what your next uh, <laughs> assignment is yeah. uh, in life. Uh, okay, at the end of that round, Eleanor has 15. Jean-Luc Roberts has 12. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. Hello, sleepyheads. Sleeping with Celebrities is your podcast pillow pal. We talk to remarkable people about unremarkable topics, all to help you slow down your brain and drift off to sleep. For instance, we have the remarkable Neil Gaiman. I'd always had a vague interest in live culture, food preparation. Sleeping with Celebrities, hosted by me, John Moe, on MaximumFun.org, or wherever you get your podcasts. Night-night. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am here with John Luke Roberts and Eleanor Morton and Marlena Daytrick and Marilyn Monroe, Bridget Bardot, Doris Day, Billie Jean King, I guess, uh, Samantha Fox, 
Catherine Hepburn, Vivian Lee, Grace Jones, Priscilla Presley, Vanessa Williams, Dusty Springfield, Nancy Reagan, Rita Hayworth, Petula Clark, Julie Andrews, Superwoman, uh, Annie Lennox, Mata Hari, Anuska Hempel, not familiar, Shirley Temple, Tallulah Bankhead. I think it's at that point they were like, oh God, we're both gay. (laughs) It would be amazing if that was actually the last thing they sang in the song was, oh, we've come to a realization. Um, let's wrap this up. You guys were gay! Elsie <laughs> uh, Tanner, who I believe is a Coronation Street character? Oh, uh, oh it's a, I, they're British, aren't they? So I guess they would know yeah. these things. I was like, how would they know her? But I yeah. forgot they actually are from Britain. They so. actually are British. Yeah, yeah. Natasha Kinski is in there. Okay, all right, wow. So anyway, let's get back into it. Our final round is a round we call Podcast Roulette. There are podcasts in the world for everyone, for every subculture, for every clique, from soccer moms to conspiracy theorists to conspiracy theorist soccer moms. Uh, In this round, I am going to test our contestants' ability to tailor a brand new podcast to a particular demographic. I will play the hard-nosed, money-centered CEO of a podcast network. You will pitch me a podcast that will have me rolling in money. My next earnings call is going to be good. I don't know what adjectives you use to describe an earnings call. Uh, Here's the deal. I will spin two imaginary wheels, which will give me a theme and tell me the audience of the podcast. It'll give me a theme and a demographic. You then pitch me that podcast, who hosts it, what's the format, what's the title. Okay, we will start with Eleanor because she is ahead with 15 points. Let me spin the theme wheel. Boom. Here we go. Oh, parenting for, let me spin the demographic wheel. Royals, parenting for royals. Pitch us that show. Okay, it's called Keeping Up With Kate. And it's mm. it's Kate Middleton mm-hmm. and her three, it's her three, three children, four children. A number of children, and uh, every week uh, it follows Kate around uh, as she does her things, which is mm-hmm. mostly letting other people look after her children. Yeah. So, you know, Kate's, uh, Kate's you know, she's going to go to the supermarket, so the nanny takes them to the supermarket, they find out what happens at the supermarket, and mm-hmm. um, it gives you parenting tips, uh, not just for royals, but for all mums, like uh, always make sure that, you know, the children know uh, which way to use the cutlery at, at a formal banquet? You know, it's uh, outside in. Who's going to sponsor this? Who's going to sponsor this? Who's the presenting sponsor? <clears throat> um, that's a great question. Uh, the uh, British Tourism Trade in oh. the, tur- the Tourist Board, British Tourist mm-hmm. Board. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and uh, yeah. What's the tagline? Um, children are a royal pain. Ooh, that's actually a really fucking good tagline. That's a really good tagline. That is an eight-point pitch I also, for okay. a podcast. I liked how you got the plot of uh, the pulp song "Common People" in there with the trip to the supermarket. <laughs> but in the song, it's the children yeah. who like want to be mommy. Please, we want to live like common people, and so she takes. Them yes, <laughs> mommy, we want to sleep with common people. Yeah, yeah. like Jarvis Cocker. Uh, all right, John Luke Roberts, mm-hmm. your podcast. Let me spin the theme wheel. Ooh, it's landed on fitness. The demographic wheel. Uh, toddlers. Fitness for toddlers. Fitness podcast for toddlers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, your time starts now. Okay. Well, I think this should be, because you want someone you can identify with, it should also be hosted by a toddler. So, um, so a, a non-famous Honestly. toddler, because there aren't many famous toddlers around. Uh, would be hosting the show. It would be covering all the things to keep a non-famous it. toddler. A non-famous toddler, yeah. I mean, just a but a good <laughs> uh, uh, a toddler with a bright future ahead of them. Because I think as future a toddler, celebrity toddler, you've got so much chance to make so much good in the rest of your. By the end of the podcast going out, toddler will be a celebrity. Interesting. Let's call the toddler Bob. That's it's risky. Bobble okay. of the toddler. We'll keep going. Um, well, no, but co-hosted with a very famous man, um, Bob the toddler, co-hosting with Barack Obama. Generally, Obama would play the kind of useful idiot of kind of asking the toddler, you know, oh, so what's fitness then? And the toddler goes, ah, it's why you move the stuff. And And that's That's a good toddler. It's a good good Bob. It's a good Bob the toddler. Yeah, it's good. And um, things like fitness for toddlers, like rolling around on the floor, standing up and and moving around kind of 
awkwardly and how actually you can use that learning of balance to strengthen yourself and your legs. And it would be called mm. Not a Baby Anymore, Picking Stuff Up, Getting Fit with Bob and Barack. Well, I find that to be a very catchy title. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's our Who's our sponsor? Oh, it's who, sponsored. Who do you know after to present this, yeah, it's sponsored by um, Tenor, the um, the incontinence pads, because I think largely this is going to end up being listened to by people in their second childhood who want to remember what it was oh. like when they were very young. <laughs> mm-hmm. That kind of bummed me out. Uh, six <laughs> points for that sorry. one. For the, I'm sorry, the name of the uh, it's uh, the it's called Toddling Around with Bob and Barack. No, it's not called that. You it was called, called it something else. I did. It was wrong. It was getting up and doing things, not being a baby anymore with Bob and Barack. This is for you, uh, mum. Great. Yeah. That's- Great. It keeps changing. I, I like the idea of it well, changing every week. Well, I think brand consistency. something that's long that you couldn't yeah, hold in your memory Brand consistency is to. actually, it's a dead end culturally. If we have too many kids, people get tired of consistent brands. They want change. They want to think, especially for a fitness podcast, that they can grow and change. So why shouldn't the title Great. of their podcast? Love it. Eleanor Morton runs away with this one with 31 points. Congratulations. <sighs> Eleanor and Prince Andrew and Rufus Sewell. And Jillian Armstrong, Armstrong Anderson. Anderson. Jillian Armstrong is someone else. Jillian Anderson uh, are the most important story in the world. Congratulations to you. Thank well you. done. Thank well you. done. All right. It is now time for plugs. Let us know what you are working on. And then to offset the ego karma, tell us about something someone else made that you want the world to know about. And then I'll tell you my ghost story. Eleanor. <laughs> Um, I am doing a new show called Haunted House at the Glasgow Comedy Festival on the 26th of March. I'm also going to be at the Macaulay Festival in Wales at the end of April. Uh, No, the beginning of May, first weekend of May. And um, I, oh, if you live in Belfast in Northern Ireland, you might do, then come and see Morton Burke and Fry live on the 4th of March at the Black Box. It's me, Michael Fry and Sean Burke, and we're doing sketches and silly things like that. Love. Love it. And then something someone else made. Um, I can't argue about you, Eleanor. I know. um, I would really recommend uh, Sound Heap by John Luke Roberts. Uh, It's it's a very funny um, show spoofing um, the idea of too many podcasts, and there's lots and lots of silly made-up podcasts. And uh, I am in some of those podcasts. You are in the podcast, yeah. So it's sort of... Yeah, I am in the podcast. But I didn't do any of the editing, so it's not mine. Mm. Yay. Thank you, Eleanor. John Luke Roberts, how about you? Well, I would, I'm, I, I sound tape with John Luke Roberts. I, I, I would plug that. Yep. Uh, it's the mm-hmm. new, it's all up again now through Max Fun. And then on the 19th of February, the brand new season starts coming out, which I'm really excited about. Um, we have new episodes of fake podcasts. What's better? Yeah. And for the ego, but karma balancing. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess politeness wise, I should say go to Eleanor Morton's uh, haunted no, house. No, no, no. Um, can I recommend a podcast I've been listening to, which I just love? It's called Poetry Unbound, Please. and it's hosted by Podrigo Tuma, who is a um, an Irish poet and uh, a, a conflict resolution uh, worker and cleric. He's amazing, and he just reads a poem by somebody, talks about it for 10 minutes, and then reads it again. But he's absolutely brilliant, um, and it's a great way to sort of start your day. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. All right. I'm going to get into it. Uh, okay. I am Dave Holmes. I host uh, the show uh, Troubled Waters on the Maximum Fun Network. And I would like to uh, recommend the song Tarkovsky by a band called Bodega. It's the first single from their album, Our Brand Could Be Your Life. It's coming out sometime, I think, in the month of February, maybe March. Uh, it is, uh, I, it's a song that I listen to over and over and over and over. And uh, when I get a song that I listen to over and over and over, um, it's, of course, I get the pleasure from the music, but I also have this overwhelming sense of relief. Like, oh, I can feel this again. I'm not too old to fall in love with a song and listen to it 12 times in a row. Uh, okay. So, all right. So here's the deal. So episode's over unless you want to hear this ghost story. Okay. I was eight, I'm going to tell it as quickly as I can. I was 18 years old. And I went to a very small all-boys Catholic school. And at the end of our senior year, one of our classmates uh, died in a car accident. And the day that it happened, it, everyone had been coming back from spring break. And, uh, and like, my closest friend in high school had been very close with this person who died. And so 
uh, you know, we found out about it in the morning and then drove a, a super long, uh, you know, drive from Florida to, uh, to St. Louis. And I like, I met up with him and he was, you know, distraught. And we went to, um, like I'd spent the day at the camp. It was, there was no school that day, but everyone in our class kind of gathered there and then sort of went off in their various groups. And then at night when Ned, my friend got back, we met in the parking lot of the chapel of our school and which the chapel is kind of in the middle of nothing. And the, the parking lot is vast and the area around it is like, you know, like big and treeless. And it was, you know, whatever trees were there were bare because it was March. And uh, so we met there. And as we walked into the chapel to like light a candle or do whatever we were going to do, there was this guy leaning up against a lamppost in a, in a T-shirt from our from Priory, from our school, jams, which are like Hawaiian print uh, shorts and uh, Converse high tops. And he was lighting a cigarette and we didn't recognize him. And it was like, it was a very small school. So we knew everybody in it and around it. And, uh, and he lit the cigarette and he kind of smiled at us and we kept going. And six steps later, as we got to the door of the chapel, we turned around and he was just gone. Right. And there was nowhere for him to have gone because again, it was like a big wide open space. So um, we didn't really think anything of it. Months later, uh, at graduation, the late student's uh, girlfriend came to our graduation party. She was sort of friends of all of ours. And and we were sitting talking to her and she said, I will never forget the last time I saw Mike because he had left her house before he got in this car accident. Um, and she said he was wearing his, his blue Priory t-shirt and jams and Converse high tops. And he lit a cigarette and he just smiled at me. And then he got in the car and he left. And it was just, it was, it's like, it's it's probably nothing, but it's also very... It's too many coincidences and there's yeah. nowhere for that for that figure to have gone. Yes. So I saw a ghost. That's really good. Thank awesome. you. Thank you for sharing that. You're so welcome. Listener, you you're welcome too. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with John Luke Roberts. Make a noise. Ah. Eleanor Morton. Hank Hank. <laughs> We've never gotten to Hong Kong before. Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Lady Tron. We thank them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duenas. Woo! And Laura Swisher. And there's a ghost behind you. Bye. <laughs> Maximum Fun. A worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.